Welcome everyone to the April 19th edition of Scores, part of Suplex's Scores and Save Points, the only podcast you need for all your wrestling, sports, and video game needs. I am your host, Ryan, and with me again, as always, is my co-host, my older brother, Nathan. Man, we had a lot of sports over the weekend. Yeah, we have a, a lot to get to this week uh, on the sports on scores. Uh, we had the USFL kicking off. We had a golf tournament. We had NASCAR in the dirt. We had the NBA playoffs kicking off. We had the MLB season underway. Uh, we had soccer. Um, we have some NFL news to get to. We got a lot going on here in the world of sports. Uh, there was so much happening every day this week uh, on the weekend, like. There was like four sports on at all time. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah. So much going on. Um, so let's start with something we probably won't start with ever again. But the USFL had their opening weekend. Um, three games so far. One game will happen Monday night. Uh, we were recording this Monday, so we won't get to talk about that one. Um, but you watched some of this. I watched some of it. What were your initial thoughts of the USFL? <laughs> Well, it started out okay. All right. Like, they, they had three touchdowns pretty quick. And I was thinking, all right, we might have, a, might have a, a good game here. And the second half happened, and it just went to hell. Uh, there was a lot of turnovers. The referees kind of let them play maybe a little too much. There was a lot of, a lot of tackles that definitely wouldn't happen in the NFL. Um, there was a weird camera that was inside, uh, the player's helmet. So it looked like a first person view. Yeah. Like that was... I was playing some kind of weird ass football game in first person. Yeah. That was weird. And, uh, that was interesting. It, it made me nauseous, especially when people got tackled. Luckily they didn't show it more than a few times, but, uh, we had drone cameras. We had. We had some different rules. Uh, they played by a lot of the XFL rules. Hopefully XFL changes some of their rules to be different from this now because USFL decided to rip them off. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean, it's what we thought it was going to be. It's yeah. not as good of football as NFL. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure what its place in the world really is. Um, <laughs> Especially when the XFL comes out. Yeah, presentation-wise, it was okay. It looked different enough from the NFL to distinguish itself. Uh, coaches and players, where you could hear them more, and I don't know if that was due to them being mic'd up or the fact that there was like twenty people in the stands. Um, but you could hear the fan, you could hear the players and the coaches more. Um, what are your thoughts on their new first down uh, replay video game thing? Um, um, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Maybe that's just a traditionalist in me, but I just don't know if I can trust, trust it, you know? Like, I don't know how accurate it really is. They can say it's, they missed yeah, it they, by yeah. 37 inches or whatever, but. Yeah, so we talked about this last week on the pod. They're going by, they're using the little yellow line on the screen that we see is what they're going by as their first down marker. Well, they also have a tracker a, in, the, in the ball um, yeah. 
And then when they when they call for a measurement, it's Wimbledon esque. It's tennis esque yeah. where they have like at the line hit, they have the 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 the, the computer generated graphics and and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And they'll say like, oh, it's 17 inches short. I mean, <laughs> if it's accurate, that's great. I just don't know if it's accurate or not. Like, I don't know if we can trust a computer to know. And I mean, I know sometimes, you know, humans make mistakes too, but um, that thing, that's weird. I, it's going to take some getting used to for that. Um, right. Scoring wise, yeah, it's not great games. Um, Birmingham Stallions beat the New Jersey Generals 28 to 24. That was a game that had a lot of scoring in the first half, and then uh, nothing happened in the second half. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a lot of nothing. Uh, Michigan Panthers lost to the Houston Gamblers, seventeen to twelve. Um, this game had Houston score all their points in the first half, and Michigan score all their points in the second half. Yeah, not great. And then, uh, <laughs> New Orleans Breakers played the Philadelphia Stars. New Orleans wins twenty three to seventeen. Much of the same, a little bit of scoring here and there, but not a lot. And if all the games are going to be like this, I don't. I don't know. I don't know because, especially with the NFL now, the way it is, fans want to see scoring. They, they want to see passes and runs for touchdowns. They don't like defensive games. And a lot of these games, I wouldn't even call them defensive games. There's just a lot of mess ups from both teams, turnovers, whatever. So hopefully, maybe get better as time goes. But this first week has been, eh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll I agree. It was all right. I don't know how much money they're making because there's literally no one in the stands. So I don't know, like, if they're making, you know what I mean? That's all going to be part of the problem if they last or not. But they, uh, yeah, they did not make the first money. game, the first game in the stands wasn't horrible. That second game uh, I watched, I watched some of the Houston Michigan game and there was no one there. Right. But again, they're uh, yeah, at Birmingham. So, yeah, so it's like the people probably got burnt out. That's one weird decision, you know, about this is it's not like it's not like uh, pro wrestling where you have like dedicated wrestling fans that are gonna sit through yeah. an eight hour taping. This is this is football, and if they want to see games one, see back one. to back, no one's gonna, not only is it, yeah. Yeah, and well, not only is it football, it's all brand new teams, so there's no attachment to these teams. And none, no, of, fans. none of, no one really knows the players that well. No, I mean, so there's it's some like, players on there that you know, but no one stands out as like you know someone you know for sure. I mean, so yeah, it's when the coaches are the people or the things that people know more than the players. That's kind of. But I don't know. We'll, I'll give it another shot uh, next week. Watch some more games and see if it's going to continue to um, be the way it is. But I, I don't know, man. I'm very reminiscent of the AAF right now. Very reminiscent yeah. of the AAF. Uh, not a lot of scoring. Uh, bad football. And I mean, I love the way they they present it. It looks good, like the different different camera angles and the way it sounds. You know, great. It's, that's good. But we're not going to have good football to go with it kind of worthless <laughs> yeah uh let's go to nascar ryan we had uh we had the dirt race at bristol 
Um, Kyle Busch got his first win of the season. This race was interesting, to say the least. Uh, uh, yeah. The first two stages were okay. I mean, they were pretty good. Uh, after the second stage, rain started to fall, so they stopped it. And when they stopped it, Ryan, there was a hell of a lot of confusion as to where everybody was placed. Well, they, they were doing this whole race because it's dirt. The cars were getting disgusting, so they had to keep changing. So they did a lot of pit stops that were not – they didn't matter. So, like, you couldn't lose positions during the pit stops. Right. So you could take as much time as you wanted. And it was – this race was – this whole race was confusing to a lot of people because no one really knew for sure. Yeah, like you said, no one knew who was where. Uh, I don't know. This was just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. Um, it was a mess, but yeah, it was pretty funny because during the rain delay, they were interviewing all these racers, and every time they interviewed one, every time they interviewed one, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. Every time they interviewed one, uh, the first thing out of their mouth was, "Yeah, I'm not sure where I'm at in the standing or in the in the race right now. Like, what place I'm in." <laughs> It was very, very, very confusing. Yeah, no one knew uh, what was they going did. on this whole race. <laughs> no, but then they finally got sorted out for the third, for the third uh, uh, stage. And then, like I said, Kyle Busch got his first win, Ryan. Which, um, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if he did a lot of dirt track racing as a as a younger no. adult, but yeah, yeah, he was up there with the dirt track uh, veterans. Uh, you know, the ones that spent a lot of time in the dirt track, like Chase Briscoe and Tyler Reddick. Um, they they were dirt track veterans. They spent a lot of time on the dirt. Uh, they led the most laps of anybody, which, you know, Daniel Suarez also led some laps too. Those those ones are the ones that kind of had dirt track experience. They kind of showed their worth, but Kyle Busch with the last, like, <laughs> passed on the last lap, uh, getting the win. Um, it. A lot of the racers I'm hearing are, they said, okay, we did this experiment. Uh, let's, we're done. I don't think a lot of them <laughs> like it. Uh, well, especially when it rains, it got so slippery, they couldn't really do much. Yeah. I think a lot of the racers were, okay, this was fun. But uh, if you're going to do a dirt track, let's do an actual dirt track. Like, Yeah, I don't know why they got to put dirt on the pavement. Like, uh, like dirt at Bristol. That was like, let's do that's an actual track that's dirt all the time, and maybe it'll work a little better. Um, but doing it at Bristol, A, you're losing a Bristol race, like a normal Bristol race, which kind of sucks. Right. Like, the favorite track for a lot of drivers, and they don't get to do their normal dirt Bristol. Um, and two, it's just like, it, it's a makeshift dirt track, and nothing works. And um, Yeah, if they're going to continue this dirt track racing, they need to do it at an actual dirt track. And take another track away or, or add just add a race to the schedule or something or do it as like a exhibition race and not count it for points because i think it's kind of ridiculous to have it count for points when no one knows what they're doing half the time and everyone's confused <laughs> but right now like you said kyle bush got his first win um there was no xfinity race this week um the camping truck Tramway Truck Series did race at Bristol as well, and Ben Rhodes gets the win, so that's his first win um, of the season. So, 
Yeah, I don't know. This this track, this is hard to watch too. Because it was just so like dirty and that like you couldn't see much and it was just it was I, I didn't I I wasn't a big fan of the dirt track. I didn't like it too well. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if the NASCAR diehards, I, I'll have to ask Jeff his thoughts on it, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> right. Uh, also, over the weekend, Ryan, we had the NBA playoffs start. Yeah, we had the play-in tournament first uh, that happened, um, the four-team playoffs to get into the tournament. Um, in that play-in game, the seven-seed game, um, 17 games. We had Hawks beat the Hornets. Actually, we had, sorry, Nets beat the Cavaliers, so they got the seventh seed in the East, and the Timberwolves beat the Clavel Clippers for the seventh seed in the West. And then we had on the Hawks and the Hornets played in the ninth place game where the Hawks beat the Hornets. Pelicans beat the Spurs for ninth place. And then that week, it led us to the final play-in game, which was Hawks and Cavaliers for the eighth seed with the Hawks taking down the Cavaliers and then Pelicans took down the Clippers for the eighth seed. So both nine seeds get into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many times that's going to happen before before uh, the NBA teams are like, okay. We earned you know, the In the old way. I, yeah, yeah we, we're, we're, getting, we're getting our spot taken away here. Uh, but yeah, pretty so then interesting. We, then we moved on to the actual opening round of the tournament. First game was Jazz and Mavericks. Uh, this is the what is this matchup? Hmm. I don't know what the matchup is, but uh, doesn't show me. Here, here's the bracket. Okay, so we had four and five. Uh, Dallas for Utah five and Utah takes down Dallas in game one, 99, 93 Donovan Mitchell putting up 32 points, but again, Dallas played without their star player. So, uh, it's amazing that they actually hung around without, without him. So, uh, right. Timberwolves and Grizzlies. That is the two seven matchup out West and the seven seed, the Timberwolves. And a shocking turn of events beat the Grizzlies at Memphis 130 to 117. So the seven seed takes a 1 0 lead in that series. Uh, I don't know what happened here. <laughs> Grizzlies are usually yeah. a pretty good team, and they, uh, they got, you know, that was crazy. Um, the first Easter Conference game 76ers and Raptors. This is the 4 5 matchup. Uh, 76ers win it 131 to 111. Uh, not even close there. And then in the final game on Saturday, we had Warriors Nuggets. This is the 3 6 matchup, and Warriors get the win 123 to 107. So, really, only one game on Saturday was close. Everything else, kind of, yeah. um, much of the same on Sunday as well. Uh, Heat and Hawks. Battled in the one eight seed, um, and of course the one seed blows out the Hawks one fifteen to ninety one. Uh, this was not close. 
No, this was the biggest blowout of the first round so far. Uh, it wasn't close the whole game. It was never close. Um, Celtics and Nets, a fantastic game. Uh, yeah, Kyrie exact Irving, op- exact opposite of the other game. Uh, Kyrie Irving back in Boston, and he had some stuff to say. He flipped off some fans uh, in the middle of the game. Um, I'm sure he'll get fined for that. Um, and then when he was leaving the arena, he told a kid, a guy to suck his dick. So that was interesting. Um, but a game-winning last-second shot here, Jason Tatum at the buzzer with a layup. Uh, they win it 115-114. to 114. This is the two seven seeds. Uh, Boston is the two. Uh, fantastic finish here. Uh, it was back and forth that fourth quarter. Nets came storming back, taking the lead, and then Tatum on a last second. He spun around Kyrie with a layup at the buzzer. Amazing finish. Right. Bulls, Bucks. Uh, this is the two seed, uh, the or the three seed Bucks, six seed Chicago. Uh, Bucks win it 93 86. Not much to say about this game. Onto uh, Gakumpo had a double double. Yeah. And the final game, the one seed out west, the Suns. They've been the best team all year. They take on the eight seed New Orleans and they win it 110 to 99. Chris Paul puts up 30 points, 10 assists, and seven rebounds. Wow. Uh, Chris Paul said, I'm winning this game. <laughs> yeah, you know, he hadn't been there. He he wasn't able to play most of the season, so making up for it. Yeah, Chris Paul decided, I'm winning this game. I don't care. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if he plays like that every game, I see Phoenix rolling to the playoffs. Um, There you go. That's your – NBA playoffs, uh, next matchups uh, begin tonight, Monday night. We've got Jazz Mavericks, Nuggets, Warriors, and Raptors 76ers all game twos. It's amazing how quickly they get through these playoffs. They just like yeah, it goes, it goes pretty fast considering uh, you have seven games. It could have seven games each round. So, yeah. Uh, let's go do, uh, by this, uh, by this time to next week, some of these series could be over. Um, so we'll see Or they all go game seven. We'll still be talking about these same series next week. (laughs) All right. Uh, let's get into, uh, let's go to the UFC, Ryan. We had a fight night. Yay. Uh, this one was pretty good though. We had, uh, we had, um, uh, that, what's that, that boxer guy, He's he's a straight up boxer. Let me, let me look at it this upper. I'll go through from the I'll go through the card real quick, and then uh, you can tell me which one. All right. Um, the opening fight was Munor Munir was Bazez versus Ang Lusa. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> With Lazez getting the win by unanimous decision. Uh, that was a welterweight fight. In a featherweight fight, we had Pat Sabatini taking on TJ Laramie. And Sabatini gets the win by unanimous decision as well. A lot of decisions on this card. Both of, both of those fights were decent. Not a lot happening. The fans were getting a little restless with them. Um, in a women's bantamweight fight, we had Myra Bueno Silva. Taking on Wu Yanan. Um, and Silva gets the win by, you guessed it, unanimous decision. A lot of decisions. This is a pretty good fight. She looks like she could be a contender. 
I'm not gonna lie. And she was really excited to meet uh to meet uh Daniel Cormier. She couldn't <laughs> speak much English, but she knew his name and she kept saying it. <laughs> she was freaking out. Um Miguel Baiza took on Andre Fialo in a welterweight fight. This one ended early. First round knockout by Fialo. Um, yeah, he's the boxer I'm telling you about. This guy, when you watch him fight, I, out of any, I've never seen this in an MMA fight. Like some of these guys say they're boxers, but this guy, he's a boxer. <laughs> like when you watch him fight, he is straight up boxing. And they had, they were in a clinch, like a boxing clinch. And he just started uppercutting this dude like five times. The guy was all loopy. And then he just finished him off. And I was like, wow, he is a boxing machine. So look, keep your keep your eyes peeled on this guy. Um, the co-main event, we had Chow. Is it Chow? Zalo, uh, Boralo, and Godzi Omar Godziv. Yeah, Sorry for screwing one. up these names. And a middleweight this fight. One, this was bad. Um, in this fight, uh, halfway through the third round, uh, Berarlo, he kind of he he punched him, the other guy. While he, I guess, if you're on, got a hand on the mat, like you're falling down, you have a hand on the mat, you're considered a downed opponent. And if you're a downed opponent, they cannot hit you. And he punched him in the head, which made the ref stop the fight for a little bit. Uh, he kind of, he, he, he didn't disqualify him because the guy ended up winning anyway, like you said, by unanimous decision, but he took points away and it was just not a, not a pretty fight. The guy was getting booed. I'm not exactly sure what exactly happened there. Cause I, I don't know all the rules, but he said that the guy, he thought that he's just his fingertips touched. So he hit him is what he said, but That's so weird. That's yeah. Like a weird schedule or a weird, weird, like rule. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, main event, Vincent Luke Luqua versus Belal Muhammad and a welterweight. There's a lot of welterweights on this show. Yeah, a lot. Um, this went to a decision as well, and it was Muhammad with a unanimous decision. Took him down a lot. Uh, he had five takedowns in this match, uh, which is what gave him the win, essentially, because the other guy had some more signature strikes, but uh, Muhammad with the takedowns kind of controlled the fight a little bit, so... Uh, if you wanted a lot of long fights, this was the card for you. I tell you what, almost every friggin' fight went to the, the, the time I went to a decision. So, um, yeah, that was the fight night from uh, last night or from Saturday. All right. Um, Let's go to the NHL. Why? It's almost over. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, NHL has like a couple weeks left. Uh, less like than that. One week left or something like that. I think we're like a week away. Um, yeah, next Monday, I think, is 
something like that. We're like a week away, which is, I don't know why we're still, you know, we're pretty much done. Uh, I, I can check the standings and see if there's anybody still. I mean, I know the wild card spots are no. Okay. So in the East, the playoffs are set. Um, everybody has clinched. So now it's just All about right. seeding. Um, but it's Florida, Toronto, and Tampa Bay, uh, one, two, three in the Atlantic. Um, Carolina, New Newark Rangers, and Pittsburgh, one, two, three in the Metropolitan. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> Metropolitan, whatever. And Boston and Washington get the two wild card spots. So that is your playoffs in the East. All right. It looks like Florida will be the number one seed. Um, they've got a pretty commanding lead there, which is insanity. Um, Carolina and New York both have the same amount of points right now, so they'll be battling for the second seed. Um, so that's all they're doing is they're fighting for seeding now. Um, out west in the central, Colorado has clinched the best record in the conference. Um, so Colorado will be the number one seed out west. Um, St. Louis and Minnesota also make it in out of the central. Uh, the Pacific, uh, Calgary is in. They've clinched, but everything else is wide open right now. All right. Um, Edmonton and Los Angeles currently hold the two and three, but Vegas, Vancouver, um, both right there battling. Currently, Dallas and Nashville hold the two wild card spots, but they're only up four points on Vegas. So if Vegas doesn't move up into the uh, Pacific, making the top three, they have a really good shot at making. But right now, Vegas is not in, so that's pretty crazy. Um, that is very crazy. As as a hot of a start as they had. And, yeah. you know, as, as good as they have been in the past three years, it's very surprising. Maybe their luck has finally ran out. You know, you know, it's all about luck in Vegas. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, right now, Vegas is at 87 points. Edmonton is at 94 and Los Angeles is at 90. So they're three points out of third place in the Pacific um, to make it in. But they are only, you know, four points out from the wild card. So. They're, they got a shot. Then Vancouver, Winnipeg still battling to get in. They have not been eliminated yet, but uh, Winnipeg and Vancouver have a lot of work to do. So about a week left, a little over a week left here in the play, in the, in the regular season, and then we'll get into tournament hockey, which is the best hockey. Tournament hockey is the best hockey. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, we had a golf tournament, the RBC Heritage. Um. Went to a playoff uh, between Patrick Cantlay and Jordan Spieth. Um, one whole playoff. Spieth wins. Jordan Spieth gets the win in a cool $1.4 million and 500 FedEx points. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I didn't think Spieth was going to do it. I was watching the end of this and uh, for a little bit. And I, I didn't. Spieth was like two, two shots down. Um, made some ground or weight there uh, to get. Yeah, he had a lot of eagles. Um, he is my he is the golfer I picked, Ryan. Even though for the last five years that I picked him, he hasn't done shit. Uh, he uh he finally got one, got a victory here. But yeah, it's not a major, but he did get some FedEx points. 
whatever that, you know, I don't even know how many, even if the golfers even really care about the FedEx points that much, honestly. Uh, winning, currently winning, leading, winning, winning the FedEx Cup doesn't feel like it's that big of a deal. Uh, currently leading the FedEx Cup is Scotty Scheffler with 2,770 points. Um, Cameron Smith is second with 1,534. Yeah. Winning the individual major seems to be like a bigger deal than winning this FedEx Cup thing. Yeah, they, I think that that's like golf trying to have like a playoff type of thing, and but I don't. No one really cares. They just want to win the tournaments. <laughs> like, golfers are about yeah. the money. They don't really care. Like they're like, oh, we'll, we'll win the tournaments, and then that's what we care about. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We have uh, MLB still going on here. Uh, where we're about two series into this season. <laughs> Um, but we got already yeah. got a pretty good look at the teams that are going to be good and the teams that are not going to be good. Mm-hmm. There are a couple teams here that are not doing well, and one of them, unfortunately, is one of your teams. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, the Cincinnati Reds are pretty bad. Uh, uh, they have the worst record and, in baseball. Two and seven right now. Uh, two and eight. They lost today. Two and eight. Son of a biscuit. They've got statistically that's 200. That's the worst record in baseball. Oh my god! So uh, best record is New York Mets. Surprisingly, oh no, Dodgers and Giants—they're both seven and two. Uh, Mets are seven and three. Uh, that Central though, it's a kind of a wide open Central because St. Louis, Chicago, Pittsburgh are all five and three, five and four. So I mean, St. Louis Cincinnati has a chance if they can get their head out of their ass. And, it's very, very early, you know. Yeah, very early, but still not a good start. <laughs> uh, in the American League, Toronto, um, Chicago has the best uh, record at six and three. Um, but Texas also down there, two and seven. So they're not doing too hot either. So again, it's still early. Anything can change, anything can happen. Um, you know, we got 180 some games, whatever to go. So, all right. <laughs> so, um, 162 right. games in the season. Yeah. So, we got a while to go here. So, anything can happen. Any team can go on a winning streak and start winning all their games, and any other team can start losing all their games. So, all right. Let's go. What do you want to, what do you want to go? Soccer or football? Let's go soccer. Okay, we'll end with the NFL news. All right, Major League Soccer table. Um, we are, you know, I don't know. How many games do they play in soccer? Uh, maybe like 40. Okay, Not so we're on about halfway through the season. We're about 13, 14 games in. So um, in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia is sitting atop the leaderboard with 16 points. Orlando City is second with 14. New York Red Bulls are third with 11. Atlanta United is fourth with 11. And Toronto is fifth with 11. Uh, Montreal and Chicago both have 10. Charlotte has nine. Columbus has eight. New York City, who are the defending champions, are down in 10th place. Wow. Uh, New England is 11th. Cincinnati is 12th. Miami is 13th. And D.C. United is 14th. Must have been a one-and-done season for New York, huh? Yeah. 
Out West, the LA Football Club is leading the way with 16 points. The newcomers, Austin Football Club, is in second with 14. Pretty good, uh, pretty good start there. This is their second year, right? Or is this their first year? Which one is it? Austin. This is their second year. Second year. That's what I thought. Yeah, last year they didn't do too hot. But uh, yeah, Austin doing really well. They're in second place. They're sandwiched between the two LA teams. Uh, the football club is first. The Galaxy are third. Dallas is fourth. Houston, fifth. Salt Lake is sixth. Uh, Minnesota, seventh. Nashville, eighth. Portland, ninth. Colorado, tenth. Then Seattle, Kansas City, Vancouver, and San Jose. It is weird to see Seattle and Vancouver and Portland like way down there because usually yeah. those three are the top of the leaderboard every year. And Kansas City, they're usually pretty good too. Um, so uh, how it works in, in soccer again, the whoever finishes first qualifies automatically for the semifinals. And then two, three, four, five, six, seven will qualify for the playoffs. So there you go. If you get the one seed, you get a get a buy. Yeah. All right. To the NFL, we got some news, some signings, some uh, some stuff going on um, with the Washington Commanders as well. Uh, we're gonna stick with our two favorite teams first. Uh, the Raiders re-signing Derek Carr, giving him a very good contract uh, to keep him around as a starting quarterback. Um, it's a contract that. Uh, he signed a three-year, $121.5 million contract um, with a $7,500 signing bonus um, and a $65 million guaranteed. Woo! So, but it's a very, it, it seems like a lot, but it's actually a contract that um, works in their favor to allow them to sign more people. So it's not like a, you know, him taking all the money. It's a very team focused deal. So um, that's good. That's, that's good for the Raiders to be able to build around him now for, you know, three more years. Um, as far as the Colts, they signed a very good defense, cornerback uh, to add to their already stellar defense. Um, I think the Colts are going to have one of the uh, best defenses. I mean, they had one of the best um, defenses already. Um, but right. they signed Stephon Gilmore, who was an, uh, a tremendous cornerback last season, um, to, to boost their off defense where they already added Yannick and Gokwe this year, um, Rodney McLeod, and you've already got the team that was already there last year. You add Stephon Gilmore to that. That is, that's, ah, uh, it's going to be pretty good. I think their defense, if Matt Ryan can just be a, just, handle the offense and just be a game manager, then they should be pretty good this year. Right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that defense. They need to pick up uh, that Landry guy off a of free agency though. So I'm yeah, just no saying one's, no one's picked him up yet, which is crazy. Is there something wrong with this guy? Nice. Like, cause I mean, they need, a, they need a big, they need a number one target. Yeah. He'll need the number one target anymore. No. And I mean, you know, oh, I forgot his name already. That's how gritty he is. But uh, I mean, he was he was an okay target, but he's not a number one target. You need the number one guy. That Landry guy could be it if they signed him. 
Also, uh, we did see, uh, speaking of wide receivers, we saw, um, did you already talk about, uh, uh, damn it, what's that guy's name? Walkins, Sammy Walkins. I did not talk about that. Yeah, Sammy Walkins got signed off of free agency. All right. Um, yeah, it's weird that the Colts have not made a deal at all. Yeah, why wouldn't you go after Sammy Watkins? What the hell? Yeah, Sammy Watkins ends up going to Green Bay to help out Aaron Rodgers over there. The Browns today announced that they had signed Denzel Ward to a five-year contract, making him the highest-paid cornerback in the league for $100.5 million. That is the highest-paid cornerback in the league. He's only 24. So, damn, that's pretty good. Um, Coming out of also some news, Colin Kaepernick now says he's willing to be a backup um, after saying he wanted to be a starter this whole time and wouldn't accept anything. Now he's saying, oh, I'll I'll be a backup now. Um, Look, I'm going to keep this his views out of it just strictly as someone who's not played professional football since 2016. I don't see anyone giving him a shot. That's eight years or six years. That's six years. That's way to be a quarterback and not play for six years. I know, but Michael Vick was gone for a while and he came back, but Michael Vick was a once in a generation talent. Colin Kaepernick is not that. And I just don't know a team willing to give him a shot after everything he's said about the NFL and everything that he's done. I don't know if anyone's willing to give him a shot. No, I, I don't think so. I think he needs to take his talents or whatever is left of him, uh, maybe to the XFL. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, he's had opportunities. People have offered him jobs before, and he turned them down because he didn't want to be a backup. And now he's willing to be a backup. I think that ship has sailed. Um, yep. I, think, I think it's about time for him to realize his NFL dreams are not going to come true anymore and maybe go to the USFL or the XFL. Um, and then we got news out of Washington. Some more news. Oh, boy. Um, now it has come out that they have a second set of books and that they were keeping money from the other teams. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they, um, whenever there's, uh, you know, the, I don't know how much each team gets out of the gate, but they also get, uh, each get a cut of the, uh, concessions and all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. they were keeping, they were keeping some of the, some of the cuts for the other teams and, uh, right to where they looked like they didn't. And that is not good. They did not see Here's the thing. They, they they kept their nose clean with the feds because the books for the IRS they kept pretty right but the books that they send to the NFL are the ones that they fudged yeah so yeah I don't know how all that works I feel sorry for the people that had to, that had to do this for this guy yeah they're probably like oh god so essentially he was running two books the entire time one for the NFL yeah. and one for the FBI or, or the IRS. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I think this might, if this comes out to be true, obviously they are stating that it's not true because why would they come out and say, yes, we did it? Um, <laughs> yeah. But if this comes out to be true, this is it, right? They have to fire the, the other the owner, other owners would. They have to kick him out. Kick him out, right? There's no way they can keep him around. Dan Schneider already, with all the other shit that's gone on with this team, um, with the way, like, the sexual misconduct shit that happened in the past, and that all led to, you know, John Gruden getting fired and all this other stuff going on. He's already under investigation, and then this comes out. This has got to be. This has got to be the end of him as an owner in the NFL. I mean, I, I don't see how they can keep him around after this. Even if it comes out yeah. to be, like, not 100% true, blah, 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 but this is enough to – I would – it's got to be it. This is putting a bad name on the NFL. And plus, all the other ones are going to be like, fucker, you're taking our money. <laughs> like, yeah. Give us our money, you dick. <laughs> um, so we'll see where this leads. I'm, I am almost positive this is going to be the end of Dan Snyder as the owner, which I think Washington fans are waiting for. Um, that stadium is falling apart, and he has no plans of fixing it. I mean, they need a new owner and a new stadium, and – a whole new identity over there in Washington because it's been shit for since he took over, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I think I think it's time for them to move on and get someone else in there and maybe make some changes over there in Washington. It's the nation's capital for crying out loud. Why have we got such a shit team over there? Yeah. <laughs> Making the old, crazy. old damn country look bad. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's that's a good way to end this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we had a hell of a weekend. Uh, more to come this week. NBA playoffs continuing. Um, I've watched more playoffs, I think, this weekend than I did all of last year. So I'll try right. to watch some more games. Um, stay tuned uh, for the other podcasts, Suplexes and Save Points. Save Points coming to you on Thursday morning. Um, not a lot of news going on, but we'll have something to uh, entertain you folks. Uh, over there I, I you know we'll come up with something and then of course suplexes the weekly video game pod or wrestling podcast we'll be discussing the week in professional wrestling uh, we'll see what happens this week <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> uh, we had some stuff about that happened over the weekend which i'm not happy about which we'll talk about so um that's gonna do it check out the website sspod.com for exclusive blogs including nathan's nate's quick takes um, quick, uh, I forgot the name. <laughs> For Nate's sake, quick takes. Yes, Nate's sake, quick takes. Where he retakes, quick takes the name of every segment on wrestling shows and gives his opinions. Jeff is currently working on a blog, and I'm going to be doing Ryan's Random Retro Review, where I'll be putting a bunch of games into a randomizer, and whatever comes up, I will play without any base knowledge of the game. Um, and uh, that should be fun, and I'm doing a review of that. So all that's coming up on the pod on the website, sspod.com. You can also follow all the Twitters, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all that stuff is at Sabri ENT, where I live tweet while watching sports or video game wrestling or whatever. So you can join the conversation there uh, at Sabri ENT, S-A-B-R-Y-E-N-T. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you all. For Nathan, I am Ryan. Reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary.
Later.